Hello everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good evening and good night for those of you on the other side of the world. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise for he is worthy to be praised. Those of you who are just getting up, give the Lord some thanks for keeping you and your family throughout the night. Those of you on the side of the world that are either in the midst of your day or you're at the end of your day, give the Lord some praise for bringing you through the day and watching over you and keeping you and guiding you in all things. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Father, you are worthy for all praise. We thank you, Almighty God, today for your word. We thank you, Father, for this time that we're taking out with you. And we thank you, Almighty God, for giving us the understanding and the knowledge of this word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, everyone. Okay, we are going to start today again in the book of Hebrews. And we will be reading from chapter 10 and the first verse. Okay? All right, let's get started. For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, can never, with these same sacrifices, which they offered continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered? For the worshippers once purged would have had no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sin every year. Okay? And that's the difference between the new and the old covenant. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sin. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sins, you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do your will, O God. Previously saying, sacrifice and offerings, burnt offerings and offerings for sin, you did not desire nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second. By that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatable the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, 
after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. From that time, waiting till his enemies are made his footstool, for by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. And the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us, for after he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them. After these days, says the Lord, I will put my law into their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. And then he added, These sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Now, where there is remission of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. Amen? Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiness of the blood of Jesus by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts speckled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of one hope without wavering, for he who promises promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in the order to stir up love and good works." Not forsake the assembly of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. For if we sin willfully, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful, fearful, excuse me, fearful expectation of judgment and fury, indignation, which will devour the adversaries. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was by which he was sanctified a common thing, and insulted the Spirit of grace. For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But recall the former days in which after you were, you were illuminated, you 
endured a great struggle with sufferings. Partly while you were made a spectacle, both by reproaches and tribulations, and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. For you have compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plunderings of your goods, knowing that you have a better and an enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to prediction, but of those who believe to the saving of souls. Amen. Amen. Chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay, let's get an understanding here. <laughs> oh, shikandododo shiatalasha. Ayalala shingododosa. Hey, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something that happened to me years ago. It was uh, one of the few awakenings, <laughs> I should say. Um. I was riding along one of the most dangerous highways in New York City. I was riding through uh, Long Island on the LIE, for those of you who live out there. <laughs> um, many of my people know me out there. <laughs> and um, my car died. Now, a lot of people know this story. <laughs> my car died died on the road, people. The battery just shut down. And uh, my car came to a coast, and I'm fighting with it, fighting with it, and it, it came back up long enough for me to get it off the main highway, uh, hit the side road, and come off down uh into the, there's a little side road that runs on each side of the highway. I came off, got on the road, and went right into the gas station, was just off the highway. And um, <laughs> and I said to the man, I said, I think my car is dead, because as soon as I got into the um, gas station, I literally pulled in, and the car went, and that was it. It would not start back up. And so he came out and he said, well, he said, yeah, he said, your, your car is, you know, it's, it's going to have to stay here over the weekend. And I said, over the weekend? And I still had um, a good 
I'd say a good hour to 45 minutes before I reached home. Uh, so I was nowhere near my house, and there was no way I could get back to this gas station. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this. I was beginning to freak out, seriously. And all of a sudden, I, I kid you not, the Lord says to me, do you believe? And I said, yes, I, I believe. And he said, then why are you standing here freaking out the way I was freaking out? He said, lay your hands on the car and speak as though you do believe. And immediately I said, yeah, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be a believer in Christ. What's going on here? And I walked over to the car. I told my daughter, <clears throat> my daughter was with me. I had picked her up that day. And I told my daughter, I said, get in the car. And she said, but mom, the car is dead. I said, get in the car. And she gets, she looks at me really funny and she's moving slowly towards the car. And I put my hands on the car and I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you to run. I opened the car door, got in, stuck my key into the ignition and the car started up. My daughter jumped into the car, looked at me like, what is going on? <laughs> And I decided not to take that highway. I decided to take the adjacent highway, which is not really close, but from where we were, it was close enough. I went to, for those of you who live out there, I went to Sunrise. Now, Sunrise was closer to my house, but um, I was trying to get to a mechanic and so I called this mechanic while I was driving and told him what the problem was and told him where I was and told him that I needed to get there. I also called a friend of mine who was my minister's sister at the time, and she came and met me so that she could pick up my daughter because I really didn't want my daughter in the car uh, because, again, my faith was slipping because I was was not sure about the uh, whether it was safe for her being in the car with me. You know, if the car blew up and I was in it, you know, that's one thing. But to have your child in the car, that's a whole nother thing. Anyway, I ended up driving all the way down to um, almost to my house uh, on this Sunrise Highway. And then I crossed back over to go back up to um, the uh, other highway, <laughs> which was crazy. I, when I think about it now, it was crazy. Uh, go back over to um, uh, the LIE to meet my uh, sister in Christ so she could take my daughter. And uh, before I even got there, it was about a block away, um, my car died again. And so this time, um, a man was not too far from me. It was right near a gas station, too. That, again, was right off the highway. And he came home and said, can I, can I give you a hand? So I said, well, I, I probably need a jump. Now, if your, uh, if your car has died, someone giving you a jump would make your car explode. 
I wasn't aware of this at the time until afterwards, okay? This man gave me a jump. My car started again. I pulled up on the LIE, dropped my daughter into uh, the other lady's car, and we proceeded on one more exit where I got off. It was the last exit where I got off. And um, I drove about uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And I was at the station where I was going to leave the car to be fixed. Okay. And um, when I pulled in, the car immediately died. The man got in. He looked at the car. He looked at me strange, but he didn't say anything. And he said, okay, you can come back and pick this up on Monday. So Monday I came back, and when I came back, this was in the evening, a friend of mine had given me a lift to work because I live, I've worked quite a distance out. I was like almost an hour and a half drive from my house every day. So when I got there, the man says to me, uh, Miss, he said, um, so you said that you drove this car from Center Mariches to here? And I was in Riverhead at the time. And I said, yes. He said, there's no way you could have driven this car here. He said, because this car was dead. And I just laughed, and I said, oh, yes, I did. I said, because it's by the grace of God that I came here. He said, well, I want to know who this God is, because uh, there's no way this car could have gotten here. And my daughter and I just laughed, and my daughter said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I said, well, you want to know God? And I said, well, hey, come here. And I gave him, you know, my church where we went and everything at the time. And I told him, hey, come here. You'll get to know God. You know, at that time, I was, I was young in Christ myself. So I was directing him to where I had learned about God. Okay. And so I just wanted to say that because of this passage, when it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. I was hoping for my car to run from Sentinel Ridges to Riverhead, and it did. And the evidence of things not seen, because that's not something you see. Okay? That just does not happen. <laughs> Okay, so that's just one example. I could give you a whole uh, whole bunch of examples, but that's just one example there. Okay, let's move on to two. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. There you go. <laughs> by faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. See? Does everybody understand that? Let's read it again. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. This world was made by the word 
of God. This word we're reading, the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Okay? <laughs> All right, let's move on. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead still speaks. He speaks through the ground. By faith, Enoch was translated so that he did not see death and was not found because God had translated him. From before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Do you diligently seek the Lord day and night? If you don't, start. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heirs of the righteous, which is according to faith. Noah didn't have to build that ark, but Noah believed, and he worked and built that ark on his belief. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would afterwards receive an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in the foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the hares with him of the same promising. Amen. For he waited for the city which had which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Amen? She was up in her 90s. Therefore, from one man and him, as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, numerable as the sands which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. 
For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. Amen, amen. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when he was, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called. according that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a fugitive sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of his sons of Joseph and worshipped living on top of his leaning on top of his staff by faith joseph when he was dying made mention of the departure of the children of israel and gave instructions concerning his bones by faith moses when he was born was hidden 3 months by his parents because they saw he was beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer infliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the kings, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spices with peace. When, I'm sorry, when she received the spies with peace. Sorry. And what's more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, 
who through faith subdue kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of the weakness were made strong, became became valiant in battle and turned to fight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of markings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. There was, they were stoned, and they were shown into sawn. They were stoned, and they were sawn, sword, okay, into, were tempted, were slain with the sword, and they wandered about in sheepskin and goatskin, being dis- destitute afflicted and tortured, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth, and all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made imperfect apart from us. Therefore, chapter 12, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. And has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endures such hostility from sinners against him. Least you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed strived against sin. And you have forgotten the exhortations which speak to you as to sons. My son, I do not despise the chasing of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chasing, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? 
But if you are without chasten, of which all have become partakers, then you are Ill- illegitimate and not son. Furthermore, we have <clears throat> had human fathers who correct us, and we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of spirits and life? For they indeed, for a few days, chasten us as seemed best to them. But he, for our profit, that we may be partakers of his holiness, now no chastising seems to be joyful for the present, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may be dislocated. Uh, I'm sorry. What is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Amen? Amen. Pursue peace and all men and holiness without, which no one will see the Lord. Okay? Pursue peace with all men and holiness without, which is no which is no one will see the Lord, looking diligently lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up, cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. 16. Lest there be uh, any fornicator, or profane like as you. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's read that again. 16. Least there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterwards, when he wanted to inherit the blessings, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. For you have not come to the mountain that may be torched and that burned with fire and to blackness and darkness and tempest. And the sound of the trumpet and the voice of words, so that those who hear it begged that the word should not be spoken to them anymore, for they could not endure what was commanded. And if so much as a beast touched a mountain, it should be stoned or thrusted through with an arrow. And so terrifying with the sight that Moses said, I am exceedingly afraid and trembling, but you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, 
to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, who are registered in heaven, to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just man made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth but also heaven. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptingly and reverently and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Amen. 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 Let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to enter. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing, some have unwillingly entertained angels. Now, people, I want you to know that the angels do walk amongst us and they do um, walk across your path. Uh, I've had instances in my life when I knew there were angels present and I literally had a, a short conversation with one or two of them, okay? And I know... Um, some other family members of mine who have said the same thing. Um, there have some been some instances, and right afterwards, of course, miraculous things happen. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> verse 3. Uh, we're on chapter 13, verse 3. Remember the prisoners... <clears throat> as if chained with them and those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also. Okay? Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. And I had this conversation the other day. I'm going to have it again today. Okay? Hopping from bed to bed, young people, stop it. It is not of God. It is a sin. It's a great sin. It's a sin that the world has perpetrated and still perpetrates every day. With all these commercials about all these different <clears throat> products that's so good and great for your sex acts, that is for married couples. That is not for single couples. The reason for sex 
is to have children. Okay? And you don't want to have children and you're a single woman or a single man. It is very hard. That's one. Two, it is not of God. That's just point blank. And he's telling you here, marriage is honorable. Because when you marry somebody, you are marrying the Lord. Okay? Among all and the bed undefiled. When you go out here and be sleeping with this guy and that girl and the girl with the girl and the guy with God, you are defiling the bed. You are defiling the bed. Adulterers, fornicators, young people sleeping from bed to bed, those are fornicators. Adulterers are those who are married, who are pouncing from bed to bed. If your husband is not dead, then you are an adulteress. If your if your wife is not dead, you are an adulteress. Okay. Let your conduct be without confectiousness and be content with such things as you have. Be content with what you have. If there's something else you want, pray and ask the Lord. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. Why not? Because the Lord is your helper. What can man do to me? Remember what I said about the car. See? The Lord was my helper that day. He told me, what are you fretting about? Go over there and do you what you know you should be doing. And what did I do? I went over and put my hand on the car and declared, in the name of Jesus, run. And did the car not start up and run? Yes, it did. And it didn't die until I got where I needed to go for it to be fixed. Okay? And you can bet the Lord's hand was in that too. All right. Seven. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay? Forever. Isn't out isn't the word of God forever? Has not this book been here since the beginning of time? Alright. Do not be carried about with the various and strange doctrines, for it is good that that the heart be established by grace. Not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin 
are burnt outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Therefore, let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. The one to come, not the one here on the face of the earth. The Jerusalem that everybody sees now is not the Jerusalem that the Lord is talking about. This Jerusalem is coming from heaven. Okay? Some of us have been privileged enough, thank you, Lord Jesus, to see the new Jerusalem. This is why I tell you, get in the spirit and stay in the spirit. And the Lord will reveal some things to you you thought you'd never see. Okay? Um, <clears throat> therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, uh, suffered outside the gate. Therefore, let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, 15, therefore by him, let us continually offer the sacrifices of praise to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Offer those praises. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. Amen. Hallelujah. But do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive. For they watch out for your souls. As those who must give account, let them do so with joy and not with grief. For that who be unprofitable for you. Now, people, he says to be submissive and to listen to those who rule over you. That includes your governments, your figureheads. And I know that's really hard for a lot of us because right now throughout the world, a lot of our figureheads are on the wrong track. They have uh, themselves have become wicked. And the Lord tells us to do what in these cases? Pray. Pray for salvation and redemption for these people so they can lead us properly and rightly. Right? That's what we're supposed to do. Pray for them. Every day, two or three times a day, when you hear them saying things and doing things that's not proper, pray for them, okay? Pray for us, for we are confident that we have a good conscience in all things desiring to live honorably. But I especially urge you to do this, that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the Lord God, now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead 
that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood from the everlasting covenant make you complete in every good work to do his will working in you what is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever amen and I appeal to you brethren bear with the word of exhortation for I have written to you in few words Know that our brother Timothy has been set free, with whom I shall see you if he comes shortly. Greet all those who rule over you and all saints, those from Italy, greet you. Grace be with you all. Amen. Amen. As we should greet each and every one of our brothers and sisters. Okay, everyone, <clears throat> that is our reading for today, and that is the end of the book of Hebrews. So I pray that this has been a blessing to each and every one of you. Again, I ask, as I do always, please reread this and get this into your know. Understand what the Lord is saying to you, and believe, and you shall receive. Okay? In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, uh, everyone, those who would like to contact me, there are three ways. Okay? Um, there is anchor.fm right slash linda-mcmillan9. There's also my email, mcmillions, m-c-m-i-l-l-i-o-n-s. 75 at gmail.com and you can reach me by my Facebook page okay uh, those of you uh, who uh, have not been able to get all of the podcasts would like to uh, possibly look at some of the other podcasts um, you can see all of them on my Facebook page. So just send me a message uh, through Messenger um, and uh, ask to be placed on my page. And that way you'll be able to see all the podcasts as well as even, uh, you know, get to know some of the people on that page. Many of the uh, people on my page are ministers, deacons, evangelists. Um, and people who are interested in God. Okay? All right, everyone. Um, this is Minister McMillan. I hope everyone enjoyed the reading and have a blessed evening and good night. Mm -hmm.